I just saw a visual of where Franz J.C. Martins, that's the full name, Franz is at home, is sitting in his studio. It looks like a musician's heaven. Hello, Franz. How are you doing? I'm doing well, Janine. Thank you for having me on your, on your show. Uh, where are you situated? I'm situated in Longabon in the Western Cape, about 300 meters from the beach. So really, really so good. France, it's not nice to make the Gauteng people jealous, you know. It's not a very Christian thing to do, is to say something like that, and suddenly I have to be all mature about you sitting in the Cape near the beach, and, you know, we're happy when the sun shines in winter. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you've got the sunshine in winter, which is actually not not bad. Not bad um, at all. No, they predicted rain for the whole of the week, so... Yeah, yeah, you want to be a Cape Tonian, go for it. Listen, your friends, introduce yourself, personality-wise, what you do for a living every day, that kind of thing, family, all of that. Who are you? I'm an ex-metrologist, part-time musician, and since 2018, I came back from almost 11 years stint in Saudi Arabia, where I worked with the Air Force there, and we came back to our home in Longabon, myself and my wife. And uh, my kids are all grown up. My eldest is a fairly widely known cricket and mental coach, Jody Martins. And my youngest son, Ricky Martins, or Richard Martins, is a musician as well. I think he got some of that from dad. Um, he mm-hmm. plays under the stage name Seven. We compose and we write. And uh, yeah, he's a very up and coming muso. And then, yeah, I live here in Longabond with Jean and our two cats. Missy, who's like a white and black little thing, and Mr. Yoda, which is a very, very angry Siamese, uh, full, of, <laughs> full of stories. Squint eyes and all. <laughs> but do you like and, to uh, be alone? It seems if you get lost in that studio of yours, are you a people person or do you like a little, you know, solitude? A little bit of both, I would say. Uh, so now I'm full-time in the music thing. I haven't gigged a lot since this lockdown thing, uh, so we don't get out much. But I keep myself busy in studio, you know, so I'm writing on my third album, I'm tracking for Arnel, which plays under stage name Rocking Eve. We've got Mia Furi under our wing, which is a young 16-year-old who's uh, starting off now. We just released a single for her from Sky, Sky Collective Audio, which is the studio I work under. And uh, things are exciting. I, I said to the Lord when, when, when I started Longabon, I said, look, Father, I don't want riffraff through the studio. So things are slow, but the people he's, who's pushing my way has really, really been awesome people, nice people to work with, Christian people, which suits me down to the ground. I'd, I'd rather have that and a little less work than being overtly busy and I've got bad people and bad energy and bad vibes in studio. And so it's me basically in a nutshell. I'm a bit of a loner, but I I enjoy socializing as well. Yeah, that's how the music industry works. But I am curious about Jesus in your life, because obviously um, having started out, when when you get into the music industry, you meet all sorts. And it's not necessarily always welcome for you to say, I am a Christian, because Behind stage, what happens behind stage stays behind stage. All of those realities in life. So when did Jesus become someone who actually made a difference in your life? I would almost say born and raised a Christian. Um, I've always been very, very close to the Lord since since young. And 
as we all do, we lose the path a little bit and we come back. But for the past 20, 30 years, I've been very close to the Lord. Um, my time in Saudi Arabia, as one probably knows, you're not allowed to preach the gospel or anything to that effect. They'll spell you and lock you up and give you a beating or something. I don't know. But I've always lived my life so that the guys there said to me, Mr. Franz, why don't you become a Muslim? Because you're such a good man. And I said to them, well, you know what? If you think I'm such a good man, the reason I'm such a good man is because I've got Jesus inside of me. And that's the, that's the testimony I gave to them the whole time. And just by living and radiating God's love for people, uh, that made a huge, huge difference. And it's, it's all like that to this day. I'm involved with my local church and uh, I do the music ministry and I do the sound for one of the teams. And I love Jesus with all my heart and all my soul. Um, there's not a morning that I don't get up and I can't start the day without my, my prayer and my scripture. Uh, if, I, if I don't, my whole day is upset. <laughs> <laughs> but life has got a way of testing your faith to, to make it out for yourself, whether this thing that you believe I mean, when you're in another country with another religion, those people grew up with that religion. So they obviously believe that you're the one that's missing the boat here. Um, in, when you're part of a, of a bigger world, you see many, many, there are thousands and thousands of people who actually believe their own religion is the only truth out there. So how did yeah. yours, you get to a place where you realize there is only one truth? And that truth is Jesus Christ. That you know, that, was it ever tested because of of hard times in life? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I have this belief that that every everything that happens in your life happens for the good. God has a way with teaching you life's lessons and sometimes putting you through things so that you can learn a life lesson or that 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 can make your faith stronger. You know, and I absolutely believe that. The only, only thing that gets me through stuff, whether I'm happy, I love the Lord. And whether I'm miserable, I still love the Lord. <laughs> um, so, yeah. so what would you say to someone who comes like that person who came to you and you were able to say that, yes, you believe in Jesus. But if someone would stand before you and, and ask you that thing, what makes you think that your religion is true, that this is the truth? I mean, that's the thing about truth, isn't it? It's either true yes. or it's not. And that means yes. if Jesus is the only way, the truth, and the life, that there are millions of people who believe a lie. So how do we know that we, exactly. what we believe is actually the truth? Well, that's actually not a difficult question to answer that. We have the Word of God. We have the, we have the Scriptures. And if, if we believe that the Scripture is true, then nothing else can actually take you away from that. And to me, the whole concept of being a saved person is actually so ridiculously easy that people find it so difficult to understand. Because, I mean, you have to repent your sins. You have to believe that Jesus died on the cross for you. And you have to believe that God forgives you. And if we start delving into the Word and start living the Word, there's nothing else. I mean, I, I, I think every person gets born with this little seed implanted in them that yearns for God. And they try everything else. And only when they find the Lord, when they find Jesus, and Jesus starts working in their lives, and they start having 
there's no other God, there's no other being that you can have a relationship with. Mm. Our Lord is a God of relationship. And if you look at the other religions, you have to do your works and you have to pray five times a day and you have to do this. Uh, I'm actually very anti-religious because I believe that religion is what takes people away from God. Our God is the only God that one could have a relation with and that you have to not do anything. You just have to believe. And it makes me so sad that people can't understand or refuse to understand that simple principle. It's just amazing that they don't. It's the big picture and people fail to see the little thing, you know. Yeah. Let's get to your music because I'm also curious. Um, you make instrumental music, you know, and sing in there. Um, and and yeah. so all I see is I see the title of a track and then out comes the music. But music without lyrics to it, you know, it's a very subjective thing. <laughs> I listen to it and I <laughs> hear what I hear and you make the music and you mean what you mean. So how does this communication thing of yours work? Or do you just love creating the music? How do you get to a, a instrumental song meaning forgiveness, for instance? Um, I suppose it's the tone of the music. It's the, I get my talent from God. He, he gave me the talent. And I'm I'm very bad with, with words. I can't basically really uh, string two sentences or two words of a poem together. So <laughs> okay. it's, it's very bad. <laughs> it's, it's very bad for me to, to actually try and write. But, but I, I give my glory to the Father through my music. And it's if the song title now, for example, you mentioned forgiveness, uh, is forgiveness then by the tone that the song sets, by the guitars almost sort of like crying out, and it's like, please forgive me, that sort of thing. I'm hoping that people, when they listen to the tracks, would be able to, rather than hear the words, feel through the music what, what I intended with it. I was wondering whether maybe you were going through something while you were creating the music, and that's why it won that name. Or, uh, you know, that's because I, I find that many of the artists, whatever they're going through is reflected in their art. Yeah. I looked at, with the first album, I actually looked at various concepts, what a Christian goes through. So there's joy, there's forgiveness, there's repentance, you know. And those are the sort of daily things one suffers with. It's difficult to forgive people, you know, and for many it's difficult. And then, you know, you look at the thing, how can God forgive you if you don't forgive others? So, I mean, that's part of our prayer that the Lord taught us, you know, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sinned against us. So it's all those daily struggles, daily concepts that brought many of those titles to being. Uh, that was the first album. The second album, it's entitled Desert Rain. And it's more to do with my experiences while in Saudi. There's a song called Eagle, which involves airplanes and fast jets taking off. It was actually recorded two F-15s that were taking off at the same time. And I recorded the audio while standing next to the runway. Very what? Naughty, and but, your ears didn't pop. <laughs> and your instruments didn't pop. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then there's another track on there, which actually I do a deal with Anna. It's called Not of This World. And sitting in Saudi, I wrote this song, and if, if one listens to the words, it's like Star Wars superstars, man on the moon and a spaceship to Mars. You know, there's a, there's a dude with silver shoes. He does not care about 
the don'ts and do's, aha, uh-huh, you know. And it goes on financial woes, UFOs. And then uh, there's, there's a whole story about what the world thinks and does. And I'm saying, but we, we're not of this world because he said so. Hmm. And he implying, Jesus, we're just here to make this world a better place for now. But there's more to life after this. Nobody dies when they... Yeah, life is eternal. When they're dead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, we live an eternal eternal Existence. life or eternal mm-hmm. death. And that, that depends on, on whether we choose wisely or choose unwisely. Yeah. So... Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to get to the song. Why is this one called Beginnings? Now, the album was called Beginnings because... In the beginning was the word, the word was God, but it was also, at the same token, my first album. So that's ah. why it was entitled, apt, entitled Beginning. Apt title. Okay, tell me about this song. <laughs> if we're going to play this song, and this one is only uh, instrumental, if I listen to your music now, what is it that you want me to hear? I want you to hear a, a person that's a sinner, that's asking forgiveness of God, firstly, and then a person also asking forgiveness from his fellow beings and then also a person forgiving his fellow beings for sins done against them. Those are the three things that you might get out of the song if you... If I listen closely. If you listen closely, yeah. Right. And then the last thing, if people want to connect with you and with your music, do you have socials, all of that that people can can hook onto? Yeah, I have all the social media in place. Uh, fjc.martins on Instagram, Franz J.C. Martins on Facebook, um, as Franz J.C. Martins on Twitter. I have a website, fjcmartins.com, and the studio website is sky.co.za. That's sky with two Y's and an E. Yeah, you see, that's the artistic man there. Sky with two Y's and an E. Um, go follow them there. Let's listen to this one. It's called Forgiveness by Franz J.C. Martins. <laughs> 